Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're hitting that uh, good old Outsiders. Um, this was episode 107. Um, what was the title of this one? This was a little odd for me. Decomp of a Stuck Pig. Uh, this was it, the first title that threw me for a complete loop. Didn't really fit into the episode. I mean, I see the parallels with it, with how some of the act, or the, some of the characters were in the show, but as far as someone saying it or anything. I just don't. The stuck pig part. I mean, I, I know the decomp and the the body stuff. I'm guessing that's relating to the body and everything. Yeah. You know? But where the stuck pig? I I just don't get that. I don't. I'm missing the analogy. If somebody out there knows what we're talking about. I mean, we're missing. Let me know. I, I saw it as a uh, good old big foster. You know, being stuck in the cage. I mean, it didn't stay for a while, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, uh, of all the titles for every episode, which have usually been pretty spot on, yeah. this is by far the strangest and worst. Yes, I mean, the worst. I mean, <laughs> go ahead no no sugar coating, yeah. One through seven, this is number seven. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but we did get a director writer on this one, didn't we? Who we got? We did get the director finally. Someone wanted to uh, state claim for their hard work. Good old Peter Warner. Peter Warner, okay. And I know uh, Peter Mattei is part of writer, but who's the other guy who helped write this episode? Ryan Farley. Ryan Farley. Uh-oh. I think of no relation to the Farley brothers. Yeah, gosh, I hope not. But um, <laughs> not, but, not seeing their comedy striking through Outsiders <laughs> no, yet. No, 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 no. So overall impression of the episode? I would give it around an eight. Another strong episode. There was, I mean, a lot of the same flaws that I've had throughout the time of the show are still sticking through. And but outside of that, I loved every bit of it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but it was a really good episode. It's staying consistent. Uh, they, I think, the episode was more about the big punch at the end, you know, and the shock. I think it was the shock of putting Big Foster in the in the cage and yeah. how that's actually going to turn out, and then the whole ending. I think it was more let's save it for the end kind of episode, which is good to a point. Um, but considering the last five episodes have been really about hitting high notes throughout and making each character's storyline real interesting, this was truly just about either Asa's story or Big Foster's story. Yeah. That was it for the entire episode. I mean, even the sheriff was a part of it, but he was only a part of it because he was intermittent because of these two characters. I mean, he, he's about known as a sheriff to me now. I'm not digging Stash at this point in the <sighs> he's show. He's still Stash, but man, he... Wow, was he frustrating for me this episode. Oh, man. Like, we just had such a great art form last week, you know, getting on the high horse and everything. Like you said, even putting the oil in the pills. Oh, man. How about the beginning of this episode? I mean, I know you can struggle, but for you to try to digest multiple pills laced in oil, (laughs) I mean. Not even take the first go around. Like, okay, that was bad. Let let me add about seven more. I was taking extra gulps of my sweet tea. Just to try to get the taste out of my mouth of oil, which I wasn't actually doing it watching this thing. No. It was that bad. Uh, and as soon as there's just like full-blown addict, there's nothing that can be saved. Oh, gosh. It's going to take episodes to redeem him. Yeah, I, I just, um, I think this was kind of the tipping point. You know, you've always teetered like, yeah, he's a bad dad. He's a bad this. He's a bad sheriff. He's a bad dad. But, you know, he does some things and he's trying to do the gooder, you know, the, the gooder, the better <laughs> part for the people and trying to keep him off this mountain and, you know, hide these evidences and different things to prevent people coming into their community and then he goes off and does this episode yeah and and i mean there wasn't really any real point for him to go need those pills or anything like no yeah he had the car accident and he just murdered somebody but 
I, I mean, mean it wasn't cold. Yeah, he went through for everything. You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. To me, it seemed like it was too hardcore for him to go and grab those pills and just throw them down. I didn't see it being that level of desperation, especially for what he went through last episode and like the strength and the power that he put in to make sure that this would not happen. Well, here's the one thing I can I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt. To me, it casts more of a doubt when the body gets found in a missing hit and run where I thought it'd been easier and better for him to say during a pursuit. Yeah. He came at my vehicle and we had a collision and he died. That sounds better to me. There's a lot of different outs, but I mean, the question was raised last week. Is he going to call this in? And the big answer, the big reveal was no. No. He is not calling it in. He covered it up with... Very very, shoddily. Very shaky. I mean, if someone decides to do any ounce of detective work... Yeah. You know, good old Asa, who's been living on top of a mountain in a cage for six months, got this thing wrapped up in about ten seconds. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was pretty... I did like how he did make a kind of reference to the world is nothing but people being distracted by anything they can put in their hands yeah. life and da, da, da. but when you live on a mountain you learn to look at people trust people understand their mannerisms and know and that is so true and i was like pumping my fist like the show has a message people need to wake up and realize you don't live around social media in your cell phone 24 7 i mean how many people were on this show while watching the show you know on facebook or anything i mean it's hard Who has a cell phone in their hand right now Exactly. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. There's people who have to use a cell phone to listen to our podcast. By the way, we absolutely love you that you're listening to us. But, <laughs> keep you know, it keep it going. But. but do think about it right now. How many times have you checked your phone in the last five minutes? How many times have you done this? Da, da, da. I've done that before just thinking about it. And I'm like, it's you know, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. Absolutely. You know, and I'm, it's just the culture we live in. So I thought it was a really cool reference. I thought it was a good line to throw in the show. Uh, you know, it, it definitely puts a little spin on it. But Well, I mean, their whole truck scene when they were coming back with the body was a beautiful scene, you oh, know. Yeah. Well, this Both reality. Of them, you know, welcome to reality. Hard-hitting you know? moments, and then we got a little bit more background on the girl stash and yeah, everything I about mean, that. Just like we had a couple of people on Twitter, you know, comp- you know, I'm ready for him to really divulge more history than the same regurgitated story about his dad dying from lightning strike in bright, broad daylight. I mean, yeah. I mean that would be nice. I don't think that we'll ever get there. Honestly, I don't know if the writers have gotten that far into well, it. Well, is there more to tell? I mean, realistically, you've kind of hit the punchline of he died in broad daylight from lightning and people didn't come off the mountain. Yeah. Was, is there really anything else to it? I mean, they added the extra coal yeah. thing, you know, the one month later. But I, I really don't think that there is. And if there is, I just don't think it's been written yet. Right. I think the show is moving way towards the direction of, like I said, the end of the episode – we're going to be moved towards the immediate drama now of the mountain. And it's not so much the coal issue as much as we thought it was. Oh, I think that's still going to be a big issue. I mean, yeah. I just don't think they added this week because there was well, only so much stalling that we can do week, right. week, week. So give yeah, it a two we or three. We didn't have the coal chick this entire episode. No. And because uh, if we're not going to be trying to go up the mountain, what's the point of having her? Right. So, I don't know, because last week we were talking about it was time for something big to happen, and it really didn't. And so, I'm kind of, the show has thrown me for a little bit of a loop for expectations, which I'm very happy about. Oh, uh, massively, because it was a full mountain episode, and that was... Basically, yeah. Besides stashes, you know, quibs, and, you know, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Um... You know, speaking of the mountain drama and so on, you know, I, I, I did you feel like it was a little uncomfortable 
or not necessarily plausible when, you know, later Ray's like, you know, get the chains on him and like people are grabbing at him a little bit and so on. That was one scene of the episode I was like, um, I just felt like Foster, as big and as burly as this fella is, it's going to take more than a couple from you know people grabbing him. Like, that's just me thinking. No, I mean, I didn't really find it implausible just because he knew he messed up as soon as he found out that the kid was dead, and how badly the raid went south, and how the Brendan Lady Ray already knew and was throwing him under the bus. That there was, he was hated by the clan. Mm-hmm. You know, there if he fought. It was going to get ugly quick. I don't know. And I just so, kinda felt like we'd get a little bit more of a, you know, get off me, push away, da 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 da, and nah. then the son has to get involved. You know what I mean? It just kind of seemed very quick to the ground, and sh- I, I don't know. I, 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 I guess just I just felt, had bigger bigger expectations that if your name is Big Foster, it's going to yeah, take more this, <laughs> more than what happened. Anything you do is going to be big. Yeah, but. So. I mean, I, I think he was just scheming further ahead. I think he knew something was in the air. Yeah, I think he tried. To, I think he was going to try to talk his way out of it. Yeah, you know, and that of course that that failed horribly. But um, you know, th- that was one of the things I was like, you know, I wasn't mad about it. I guess I just had a different thought in my mind of how that was going to go down. Yeah, you know, so I don't think it was nearly poorly acted or poorly executed. It was poorly written, maybe. You know, I, I'm not even miss so much that. It's just that, you know, I just. I thought there might be, you know, like when we had the duel between him and, you know, between Little Foster and Asa, they really pumped it up. They made it a big deal. He's supposed to be a badass. Is that, you know, so on. And then it came to its conclusion. But this one, you're like, well, the preview lets you know that he ends up in a cage. <laughs> I'm not thinking it's very, I'm thinking we're about it's to have not some civil. scenes that's very uncivil that I'm the future Brendan. You're not going to get your paws on me. And if you do, it's going to take a heck of a lot of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And instead it was what happened so no i i see what you're saying now and that would have made the episode a lot more exciting and it would have probably pushed it over the top yeah and in my mind what i expected and which i could completely off i would expect him to be like shoving a few folks back and telling a few haymakers you know you know you're gonna get dealt with you're not gonna treat your future king this way and i will remember everyone who touched me right or and somebody hitting him over the back of the head with a sticker or or (laughs) catching his legs to for them pile on you know something where they had to get the advantage yeah hit him with the old uh, security guard from behind the head with the two by four yeah something you know uh which i don't want to be cliche but you know something of that nature asa pulling a gun somehow or just anything yeah you know a climactic point yeah instead of getting wrestled to the ground and somebody shack on your ankles you know that's just me you know and i guess it was just more of a desire thing because i don't think it was a bad scene it just Different expectations. Yeah, um, you craved a little bit more out of it than right. what we got. Um, and of course, you know the the st- going back to the stash and his whole deal. We meet this. All right, do we feel like she's a hooker? Do we feel like she's just another addict that he used to get supply know. off? Who is this person to him? I think she's all the above. Well, she was all the above. Yeah, now she's, she's definitely uh, was. Yes, um, smartly so on her part. I kind of, I think you're right. I kind of feel like she uh, maybe turned a little few tricks, as well as she you know peddled in whatever kind of drugs he was yeah. in. He's clearly busted her for something beforehand because right. she was a little shaky on that, and he said, "Look, I'm not even trying to bust you. I just need you to do me a favor." 
And, and this whole scene where she's in there saying, hey, this guy, that guy, white man, da, da, da. You know, I appreciated that the officer taking the report was looking at her like, you are a cracked out hooker who has no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. But nobody followed up on that. No. And that little phony report was good enough to get a body transport. I mean, there was a whole lot that was very shaky very with vague. this report and stuff. Yeah. And did he take the bracelet? It, it no, like I think he, he was just it. examining it so okay. she knew what to say in the description yeah. to to be a key piece of indicator. Because I thought he pocketed the bracelet. No, yeah, was... well, he pockets everything else when it comes to a feral. <laughs> you know what's you know what's a little bracelet memento. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. You know, um, but yeah, the story didn't hold up. His body wounds didn't even really seem like they were going to be from a beat down or anything. Yeah, that you know, and I mean to kill somebody with just punching them with your fist and stuff. That's that, that takes a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I really felt like that was so paper thin, and so I don't, you know. Yeah, like if I guess anyone, you could, you, yeah, you would have to take the story, and yes, you would go get the body to try to identify and make a comparison, and blah blah blah. But I mean, I feel like they would do an autopsy at some point. Yeah, I, I just, I think it. I don't know. For as much detail as they take on this show for the last six episodes. I felt like they kind of rushed through this little scenario yeah. to get to the point, you know, and I kind of hate because I was really hoping that it would be something a little more intuitive to that, you know, to create if, that deception. If they were going to do a cover up, at least go all in with it and give us a satisfying cover up instead of where we could have just told the truth and none of this would have been a big deal. Yeah. I mean, realistically, what, what would have happened if he says, yes, it was an officer involved accident. The guy on the four-wheeler died from the injury. Da, da, da. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, it still would be under police investigation. I mean, everyone knew the Ferals were in on it. Right. I mean, there's no covering that up. Right. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's a situation where something like that happens. Another agency has to come into play to investigate it, to make sure there's no malfeasance or something. You know, that's I guess that's maybe, a possibility. Yeah. So maybe he's trying to avoid that state police would have to come in because I know state police come and investigate officer-involved uh, incidents. And so maybe that's what he was trying to avoid. And if that's the case, then I could definitely see part of that. Uh, but I don't know. But, I mean, this is just so paper thin that it is hard yeah, to believe. Yeah, that, that, that was the hard part. And how has no one found the extra four-wheeler? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was oh, just yeah. pushed. Yeah, it would do a tumble. Now, I did like the detail of him trying to pull it down, and he couldn't. Yeah. So he just went ahead and rolled it on down the hill. You know, I could see so many times where they're like, well, let's give him an assist you know, <laughs> off camera. So, you know. Um, and then so also, I, where was Hazel when he saw this ambulance? Yeah. Because, I mean, did he see him up on the mountain, or was he down by Sally Ann heading towards her? I don't know. I mean, he he definitely made the description of yeah. I saw him put him in a bag and put him in the you know yeah. out the door. You know, I think they held that information just to have the big reveal so that he ended up in a chain shackle. So and I did like Hazel getting his revenge on Big Foster. You know, <laughs> yeah. being the reason that he was in there. Man, how about the one liners? You know, oh. look, how about those shots? This one's handmade. handmade. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was like, cracking yeah. up at that. <laughs> And then just the uh, the fear that he was able to put into Big Foster. Big Foster was scared anytime someone came and see him, and that well, and he was caged know, up. Yeah, I mean, he just he basically just poured gasoline on oh, him. I mean, the equivalent of gasoline. I definitely thought he was about to become a little s'more. We're going to have a barbecue right Absolutely. here in the cage. You know? um, yeah. We're eating good tonight, boys. <laughs> yeah. We got crispy and well done. All I know is my man David Morris, Big Foster, Went from the bottom to the top in one episode. He did 
his acting job felt genuine to me. It was the most I've liked him in any of the episodes yes, by far. And now we're being forced to know we're going to have him yeah. as a major player. And I'm kind of happy we've kind of got him basically in a direction that makes sense. Because it always seems like he's been a guy who's in between things, not in control. They make him, you know, making poor decisions. Some of his commentary to go with it, you know. You want him to be a commanding person because look at his size, his stature, everything. And now we finally have it. Um, so that was good. I mean, the whole walking in there to Lady Ray and he's got the pistol. That Woo! whole thing. He, he didn't even have to talk much. And you just, your heart's beating hard. Things are just like, wow. Did you think something was up with that pistol? Like, I thought it was going to fire backwards or it was out of ammo or no, jammed. I, I, she, as, soon as, I, as soon as she was in the tub, and I saw that little Foster was in the cage. I said, "We're fine to have a drowning accident because it's." I knew something was up because as soon as she said, "Gwen, you're probably going to be the Brennan. You're the strong person." Uh, I mean, I was can, like, "Okay, then she has to die before this becomes public." Well, I mean, if we're going to go ahead and jump on that, Gwen has not been a strong character the last three episodes. No, well, she's just been conni- not necessarily conniving in the background. But she's been the, she's been kind of the puppeteer in the background, and yeah, I would say puppeteer is good. And I mean, but she's not, playing even, not in the way, yeah, not in a way that's been powerful or anything. Like if she would have no. said this at the beginning of the series, I would have been all in. Yeah, but with the last two or three episodes, Gwen has just well, ever been, since Gwen started making proclamation that she's going to stay with Little Foster and get married. <sighs> it's been like it's been a slow downgrade. Yeah, you know, and we almost hit the bottom. You know. And so as soon as she said, yeah, I think you're the strongest person here, I was like, yep, no. one of those two is not going to make it, and I can pretty much guess which one it's going to be. <laughs> and it's so, n- The young, fiery redhead isn't going anywhere anytime no. soon. So that that right there, kind of like I knew Lady Ray wasn't going to make the rest of the episode. So I was really curious how they were going to make it happen, if it was natural causes or unnatural causes. yeah and i really enjoyed the drowning actually i thought that was the best decision they made all episode how creepy was it to have the hand to come up grab the pants and just kind of like shake a little bit and i mean did it feel loving to you like i felt like she was oh. kind of like reaching up in a loving way it's almost like she was appreciating that he had the gumption to do it yeah you know what i mean it was like, like basically she, she was calling him out do you have the sand to actually pull the trigger <laughs> And then he puts the boot on her, and she doesn't even fight it. Nope. Just, and he slowly pushed it down and everything, and she's just looking at him the entire time, yeah. eyes open. Well, he, no, he was he was 0 for 1 on suffocating her, and now <laughs> we're, just, we're 1 for 2. We've, we've stepped up to 50%. Maybe. Maybe. Though. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm telling you, man. If she, if she comes out of that bed and just like, I'm better, <laughs> and can fly around like Mary Poppins because she could dance earlier. Uh, yeah, no, that would be too good. I, I was waiting for Ace to go over there, start performing CPR. I was like, don't worry, guys. <laughs> I've I learned this in my years away yeah, from the mountain. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was good. So before the end, one of the coolest scenes I really did cool, and I I really like how they threw it in there, and it was so unexpected. Before we talk about the ending, was is that they were driving back with the body? Yeah. Okay. And I love that they kept showing the stash was queasy around the body mm-hmm. and so on. You, you, the viewer, knew why because of the shame and guilt 
this is a person he killed. He's never killed somebody before. Da da da. You know, the only thing I didn't care about that was is that you know Asa was like, "Oh, you're a cop. You've been a cop a long time. You've seen bodies before." That's not necessarily true. You can yeah. be a small town sheriff and never see never uh, a even victim think. or never even pull a trigger on a gun. Not even just not even pull the trigger. Never even pull your gun. Right. And you know, you can be a cop for twenty five years. I know several police officers who've never even pulled their service weapon Nuh-uh. in twenty five years of experience. Just. Because they didn't have to. They've never even seen an issue. Yeah, you might have seen a car wreck, but not necessarily something you were involved with. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was very plausible that, okay, yeah, no, maybe he really hasn't been involved in something like that. But, I mean, I think part of that's, you know, Ace's true lack of knowledge, you know, thinking that every – because maybe when he was away, he was watching cops or something, and they you know they're pulling their gun every episode. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it was just like – yeah, I played Grand Theft Auto. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, th- what I was getting to was is the best thing I like this when he almost hits the deer. The deer was there on purpose. And I yeah. like this to have that when he turns and sees the flash of the boy like hitting his truck mm-hmm. and then turning back and he's this not is, there. It's like that. I love that. I really, that, you know, like it was kind of like a really quick mysticism or you know, you know like back in the early we were talking about the ghost. wolves and uh, you know the the spiritual stuff your prophecy this was kind of this was a cool little interjection well it went back to the haunting of if my body doesn't get buried on the mountain then i'm going to be coming after you right and, and so it was cool i i it was a neat little you know quib in there that made me go oh oh yeah, yeah. i mean that entire scene the music scene like where he's like yeah i want to turn on some music you know sit there listen to a few seconds that ain't music that ain't music and then just the sheriff's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. But the fact that that's what was playing in his personal truck. Yes. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, you know what you were listening to, you know, it's like you know the river, you know, uh, I would love <laughs> if it was like Justin Bieber or something. Just yeah. like, uh, yeah, sorry. You know, yeah, baby, yeah. baby. But, uh, anything like that. Yeah. No. Well, I, you know, I, you, we talk about that, but. I don't even know why I turned the music on. Was it just to get him to stop talking? Just to get him to stop talking because, you know, he could feel him reading him and knowing that something wasn't right. Right. And yeah. just, and you know, anytime you have that awkward silence, you know, you just kind of want to get something out of there. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I, I give you that. Just the whole truck thing. The rain, the rain, the lighting. I love how all yeah. that stuff was going on. The only thing I didn't like was Asa magically knew how to drive a truck. And well, I think he was in the real world long enough to be able to drive a truck. That that didn't bother me at all. Where did he get the money to learn how to drive a truck? Look, man. I mean, I know I'm probably looking into deal. it, but come on. I've had a big problem with Ace's outworld knowledge. Well, he was intuitive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, the man was intuitive. Well, so at the end of the episode, we have this. You know, they all. Well, before we jump there, real quick. What I need to know more about this council. You know, who are oh, they? The, the circle? Yeah, the circle. Um, who are they? This is new. You know, I guess this is Well, their, we've, their we've their seen jury. them before. I guess this because is That's right. The women and all that with, stuff. With aces and stuff. But I'm guessing that, you know, I, I guess it's like their own form of court and law. You know, this, it, this is the jury. Are know, they the Supreme judges. Court? Like, do they have more power than the Brennan? Uh, I mean. I guess when it comes to matters of punishment. Or that's where they supersede. Yeah, I guess so. Like example, like the the circle, the circle had to make the decision whether or not Asa would could be able to could, could come back in or do things like that. It had to be that group decision. You know, the Brenda's going to rule, but 
you know, when it comes if to... If enough people disagree, then they can call the circle. Correct. And you know. then that's the majority. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's just it's a diplomatic way. Okay. Know? Well, I mean, to know that there's a diplomatic way on a mountain where you have a king or queen, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. I uh, I do find it interesting that they say that there's never been a... A squabble or a, a feral kill a feral. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was kind of, to me, I think it would be more interesting to say that there were a dark time at one time and that this had happened and look what it did and how hard it was for them to bring the clan back together. I mean, also, you know, Lady Ray coming up with, you know, I had to protect myself against your fall some way, didn't I? Yeah. So, you know, we're learning a little bit more about Big Foster's family history there. Right. And so, I. You know, when she's calling him the demon and all that, you know. Oh, man, when she was saying he was a waste of flesh, I was waiting for <laughs> waiting for a good old comment, like the best part of you still running down the oh, mountain yeah. or something. Leaving a stain on the mattress. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a lot of derogatory marks thrown towards Big Foster this, no this episode. You know, I hate to say that the, the Lady Ray is gone. I hate to say that she, because I, 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 I really appreciated the actress who put it together. It was a good dynamic. It was a good leveler for the mountain. And now everything is really going to be amped It's going to be pure chaos. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's something that's, uh, it's going to be interesting, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's time for us to get into a higher gear, especially since we're about to go into 8, 9, 10, 11. You know, we only have four episodes left. And it's time to really kind of set up the climactic point and get to an end. And now my biggest thing is, is that, are we going to lose a major character in the I, next four episodes? The only major character I can see us losing is Lil Foster. I know. And, he seems to be the most expendable one. I mean, he's just a big old dunce. Like, when he came back to Gwen and it was like, I've been thinking. I just wanted to say, I don't think you've thought a day in your life. No. You know, Big no. Foster said a few things and you are regurgitating every single one yeah, of them. I mean, he, yeah, unfortunately he is. He, he got a bad role. I, I don't know what his yeah, agent told him. But. I, I'm For him, for us to think he was becoming redeeming in the last couple we went right back to a, you know, a puppet. I mean, he's just he's, he's steady. Ho- he's hollow, is what I look at him. I mean, he just there ain't much to him. No, he, he's steady. He's uh, warming. <laughs> you know, a- anything that Guinevere can pop out, that's just your oh, nice reassurance. Yeah, is uh, exactly what he's playing right now. There you and go. I hate it for him. <laughs> I, I really do. Yeah, I mean, uh, me being a diehard Ryan Hurst fan. They are doing him no favors. No. You know, and... I, I think a quick and easy death might be the best thing for him at yeah. this point. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, they're your top five characters, you know, of course, you know, you have Big, Little, you have Asa, you have Gwen, Gwen and then Hansel. Yeah, or, Hazel. Hazel, okay. Or ha- yeah, or Hassel. I'm going Hassel. with Hazel. Yeah, we, call, all right, we, uh, we got some people on Twitter and Facebook, da, 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 and... They have let us know that we were not pronouncing yes, his name properly. It's definitely not Hansel. There's not, no N. Uh, so it's Haz- Hazel or Hassel? It's Hassel. That's what I'm being told. They said it's just like spelling Hassel, but it's just a different spelling. So Okay. Got to keep me straight on the, the Hassel. Yeah. Okay. Um, Don't become a Hassel now. <laughs> yeah. But, but like I said, the, big, the, the episode really was about the big ending. 
you know, he put the boot on her. She drowned. It was a monumental deal. I mean, he kisses the hand. There was just a lot, it was a lot going on there. Yeah. It was artistry. It was a lot well of done respect to paid oddly. Right. And then, you know, I was I was really really surprised they walked all up to his cage and he's sitting there like, you know, later Ray is passed and like that. And I, I was like, okay, is he gonna put some fake waterworks on, or is he gonna, is he gonna be like act like he's a little misty or a little off? Nothing. No. Cold, cold-hearted cold savage. Man. Complete savagery. Kneel for your king. And I'm not gonna lie, I absolutely hated that line. <laughs> Just couldn't stand it. You know, I, mean, I thought. He delivered it perfectly. It was. Done. I thought the acting and the writing was great. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's another line he could have put out there that would have had the the effect that we're talking about right now. No, but I mean, like you said, you know, going back to the beginning of the episode with how feebly he went into the cage. Yeah, trying to talk himself out and this and that and so on. And, and then, now he's, you, you know, know, he's immediately become Brennan. But that's his first statement. It, it, I, that well, I mean, like sit. I thought about that too. I was like, what could he say? Could he say, get me out of here now? Or could he say, you know, that means I'm king? Or da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I would have wanted the, the waterworks or anything to sell that he didn't automatically know that she was already dead. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he had to. I'll be honest with you, Cash, I have to say, I thought it was perfect because Ugh. it sets the tone for the next episode. It does. Because, I mean, basically, what is one line you can say that makes everybody realize... I am the man, and the rest of you, you know, are nothing now. <laughs> you, you are know, all pawns for me to move. Right. Oh, now, you know, basically it's like, I'm the hammer, you're my nails, <laughs> you know. And I I, I loved it. I, I think, And David Soros, he pulled it off. I, think I mean, he was, pulled it off great and everything. It's just, I don't see how it doesn't arouse some suspicion. That, well, I think everybody's going to be suspicious. I think the next episode is going to be like, yeah, this is too convenient. There's something wrong here. Yeah, da, I, da, da. I mean, I think a circle's got to be called. But also, how did they get him out of those chains in that cage? Because he was perfectly back in them. Yeah, you know, there was no damage done. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, if there, you would imagine that if they were in a cage, who is responsible for the keys to the cage? It's got to be Lady Brennan, right? You would think so. So there is some logistical issues yes. here to create this situation. So I don't know. Again, you don't want it to be where you add fluff to an episode because you see Foster going to get a key. Or da, da, da. I think it was meant to be that surprise, that shock and awe of, oh, my God, he's the one under the covers. And now look who's walking in there to kill Lady Ray. So I, it's tit for tat. Yeah. You could say, yeah, they could have done this, but then it would have taken away from this part. Where the way they did it didn't take away from this part, which was the more important of the two. So okay, uh, I'll, I'll give you that. But you know, it's that's the way I go. I, I think it's just difficult when you you've been doing so good about details with so many things in the in the first half of the season. Bottom line is, eventually you're going to have these situations where there's really yeah. no way around it. You can't really make an artistry or do something way off off kilter because then it becomes too distracting for what the point you're trying to create. I mean, I guess. And I mean, if this is the episode where they put all of their coincidences and all their plot holes into one episode, I'm really fine with. But I mean, they're into it. Like, they're crafty people. You know, he could have said, hey, I made a key. You know, here you go. Right. Or, you know, just anything to have just worked for me. Yeah, there could have been a 10-second 
clip of something that explained. You know, we, we see him working throughout the episode on making a key yeah. or anything. I, hear you. You know, I don't know. I don't want to beat it to death. I, I thought it was a great episode. I really, really enjoyed it. I think it really kind of went for the fences at the end, and I think they hit it. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I think next week we're going to have a very explosive wow. episode. Wow. I think next week is going to be – you're going to see the true colors. The tr- the, everybody's going to see the true colors and I think the internal turmoil is going to be catastrophic because his first reign was kind of tame because he knew that there was a chance he wasn't going to stay Brennan and he right. needed to keep some loyal followers yeah. now he's Brennan through and through yeah there, there's no doubt even suspicion is unwarranted or and you know doesn't matter doesn't matter and for them to kneel as fast as they did, then they, they're they just going to follow the law no matter how bad they think it is or what, or if there's suspicion. Oh, because I think if you didn't kneel, you're immediately thrown in that cage. Yeah, you, you're you <laughs> immediately a bad guy. You I, know, I'm so. feeling bad for the people who didn't go there. Yeah. Because, I mean, that wasn't the whole clan. No, no, not at all. So, uh, yeah. The preview for next week, guys, if you didn't watch it, this is a good time to stop. But, I mean, I'm just saying the preview yeah, next a week. A couple spoiler alerts. Um, you know, basically – Big is big. Yes. <laughs> and uh personality comes out with it. And uh and then, you know, you just see the turmoil and then of course the I mean the well, punch in the gut to the son. I mean to Gwen, go, will you marry me? Go to Gwen and say, I'm asking your hand in marriage. Boom. And how big of a power play is that since she was being groomed to be Brennan and everything? And now that completely takes it out of her cards. Well, not only that, but like he doesn't know that she, that's what Lady Ray was thinking. I think it was more of a situation of that's how you tame a woman that he's had a problem with. Ooh. That's what I think it is. And I think that's going to be like, and I'm guessing that she's not supposed to say no. No, I, I don't think you say no to the Brennan. No. So I'm kind but of But like, does Asa say no for her? Does Little Foster no, say no? No, not chance. <laughs> Wait a minute! He's gonna put his thoughts together yeah. again. He, he's already making a little fruit basket for him, you know the wedding night. <laughs> he's he's probably spinning a wheel yeah. to make a dress. Like, yeah. There's he's done. He, oh, he's gosh, he's Ryan cannon Foster, fodder by the time oh, two episodes down the road. Ryan, Ryan, little Foster. Yeah, no. Now, I, if anyone's saving her, it's it's gonna be Asa. You know, I'm gonna tell you what I what I'm afraid is what it's shaping up to. I see David Morrissey not making it to the end of the season. I mean, that 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 was my big prediction at the beginning of this. I whole think thing. you're on the money. I'm really, you know what? And this is what I think. I think if you look at the array of actors for the show, mm-hmm. okay, David Morrissey has never been a TV guy. No, uh, you know, I mean that's just TV's becoming hot. a big thing. Yeah, TV's hot right now. The last now, two or three years, and so on. The other actors. Ryan Hurst is more of a TV guy now. Yep. Ever since he did Sons of Anarchy and so on, I think he's more TV right now. The rest of them, really, this is like their first. Big this break. is their first. I would say your big product. Da, da, da. So more, in my opinion, I think he possibly got a bigger contract. You know, knowing that he's a one year. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of people on. love doing just like the one year contract yeah, and, and moving so, on. In my opinion, uh, that makes me believe that. At the end, or very close to the end, he goes, and then it maybe becomes the struggle of Little Foster versus Asa or something. Or Gwen. You know, and then, and then the love triangle becomes the, the issue. So, I, I don't know. That's kind of the new prediction for me. Like, you called it yeah. early. Kudos on that. I'm kind of feeling it now based on what's shown. So I mean, my big problem is, is if he does die 
if Big Foster does die, then through the reign of command, it automatically goes down to a little Foster. Right. But I just don't see anyone following him. No. You and, know, that that could be a, a big issue. You and know? so I, I don't know if they've written it yet to where they can go on without David Morrissey. I don't know. It is my only problem with it right now. Maybe Little Foster kills the Brennan, and they have to decide who's exiled, and there is a turmoil of who becomes the next Brennan, and then maybe it's it's Asa, and he decides to forgive him, you know, and but then it becomes the love triangle. There's a hundred different ways it could go. I mean, the only way I see it going is if we no longer have Big Fosters or anything, is if it's a joint Brennan. Is maybe. if Gwen picks who that she wants to rule with her. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, I hate to say, you know, try to say a woman couldn't do it by herself. But, I mean, there's just so much turmoil going on up there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you just never have. I'm willing to bet we're probably both way off. Oh. No, you know, who cares? But that's that's the fun of this. Um, if y'all have got a thought or something you think it might go, or if you see something we're missing and so on, man, hit us up. I would, I'd love to explore some other theories of anybody who's got one out there, some thoughts about, you know, what they feel like is going Man, hit us up on Twitter, at TV Podcast. Hit us up on the Facebook. You know, you can always reach us at the Gmail, which is Podcast at gmail.com. We'd, we'd love to hear about it. Let us know. We love discussing this show and doing all that fun stuff and theory crafting. Obviously, you've been hearing us do it since the yeah, first Yeah, no week. doubt. No, no doubt. It, it is way to go. I mean, and what do you call it? If you want to meet a bunch of people who love talking this and that and so on, you get on that, you know, there's Outsider Frenzy. There's Feral Territory. These two Facebook pages, which are amazing. Um, we love it. getting on there and talking and doing these things. It's it's a it's a way to go. They even do trivia and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. So it's a it's a great thing to get a part of. We love doing it. Um, we 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 love that we're one of the only podcasts that cover the show and and people are going to see what they're missing out. Yeah, this show I feel like it's going to get stronger and stronger. stronger. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm keep getting friends and everybody hooked on this show over and over again, and no one's turning back. Absolutely. You know the crazy thing is is that our listeners have we're we're growing exponentially so mm. far every episode we're growing at least 10 to 15 percent more and more and more so i i feel like the show is definitely growing. increasing and i think people are seeing that you know how much we love it and probably share the same feelings as we do and we're happy that's happening and so uh, please wgn advertise on somebody beside yourself yes yeah put it out there a little you bit know, more let's get you know? season two confirmed yes let's let's definitely definitely do that definitely but uh, besides that i think i'm good i think we're gonna call it guys look as always we love it guys appreciate y'all listening if you got a few minutes to subscribe to us or go to itunes and uh, give us a, a positive review you have no idea what that does for us it, it busts us up in the search engine uh it puts us at higher rankings you know and which always helps our show more listeners the more we can bring to the table you know and as always, we really appreciate it. But guys, we're going to call it tonight. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. We'll see y'all next week.